You are now tuning in live to Bitch Guess What? Bitch Guess What? Bitch Guess What? Bitch Guess What? stories and i tagged you both in it oh god what is it what did you do (laughs) it was me saying i'm waiting for my co-host to be less mexican like (laughs) you know what which excuse me (laughs) listen i didn't get home till like six i had a pardon pardon bitch i just got home too shit okay Okay. I've been I've been I've literally been here since yesterday with my whole setup waiting. <laughs> You're so dumb. I was like, she's all did he text you? I'm like, well, he was just on my Instagram live, so <laughs> oh I think gosh. he's coming. And I was like, is he coming? Joining us? Welcome everybody to Bitch Guess What? It's episode 23. We made it. I can read that. And we're in here. It's hot as fuck. I don't know about you guys, but Fact. I have I have Fact. zero AC in my house. You're slowly like, going to see me become more and more shiny throughout the episode. <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm shiny as fuck right now. I'm sweating. Plus, I'm one of them oily skin bitches. You know, shout out to my grandma, I guess, for that mm-hmm. one. Um, but I am melting. Like, oh my gosh, I know. I have my fan on, so my apologies if anyone can hear it. My bad. I have my fan on as well. I just no, have I a ceiling fan, though. Like, I got two fan on, fans on okay, over good. here. Yeah, I don't hear it. Okay, good. But it's like we're under lights now, too. Yeah, so it's, it's about to be, like, hot as fuck. The so. computer's hot. The lights right. are hot. <laughs> exactly. Like I got, I, I got LEDs over here. They're con- in their oh. room temperature controlled, so I'm Gucci over. I have Gucci. found myself... When I'm going to the grocery store or whatever, I am sitting in my car a little longer when I get home because it's the only way I have air conditioning right now, which is sad. Not fun. Not not a fun time. Super not fun. Not a fun time. And I've never been somebody. Okay, so I don't know if like you guys are like this as well, but I've always been a person who has to sleep with something covering me regardless of the temperature because like the monsters will get me or something, right? Like I'm crazy. Like this is how I think. <laughs> yeah. Fucking boo for monsters sneak over <laughs> right. here. Yeah. Damn near looking for your hair. <laughs> right. So, but I will have you guys know that this entire heat wave that has been happening what since last week, I have just been sleeping on the top of my bed as naked as possible. Fucking just like literally sweating. I'm like, like I'm. <laughs> had to wash my sheets a couple of times already because I'm just first of all I'm a sweater 
You can have your AC on and I can be in the bed and I won't even be hot, but I sweat. I'm a sweaty ass. I can be take an ice cold shower. I'm sweating while I'm in the shower. I can't even get a cold shower. (laughs) I've been trying to get a cold shower and the water doesn't even get cold. Yeah, like that's how I think I feel, and it was like lukewarm. I'm like, what the fuck? I want it to be. I ice know. Cold. I wanted it to be freezing. <laughs> I wanted to freeze my tits off. Like I wanted hard ass nipples cold. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's not what I was getting. Yeah, because usually what keeps uh, water cool is because all the infrastructure of plumbing is underground. Uh-huh. So, so when the heat is like nonstop, how it is, where it's repetitive day after day. That heat penetrates penetrates the surface of the earth, goes through the pavement, goes through the soil, goes through all that. And it literally heats up the earth. That's why, like, in area, there's a place over here called Pina Adobe where all the foundation is this adobe clay. And what happens is is when it gets really hot or it's fire season, it's uh, a lot of the foundation starts to shift out here because it's, you know, it's winter, it's raining, it's cold. And then this heat comes out of nowhere or sometimes the surface of the earth gets fucking literally cooked by flames and uh, the foundations themselves. Actually, they start to crumble. You'll see houses starting to lean. You have to jack them up and adjust them and shit. Shit's fucked up. Anyways, yeah, I can't get a fucking cold ass shower for the life of me. So Yeah, all them pipes get all warm and then you got cold water no more. And then, crazy me, I went for a fucking run today, 91 degrees outside. I don't know who I think I am, but I went and I did that shit. When I got home, I was like, I am going to throw up. I need to, like, have more water. (laughs) This was stupid. Not my my best idea, Um, but. It was like a a hundred and. Eight here today, or 106. I think it's way hotter today. where you're at than no. it is here. Oh, yeah. It was the last two days, it was 116 both days oh in a row. One o'clock. Yeah, Ew. one o'clock in the morning, it was like 101 degrees still. Oh um, my god. But uh, so like today, like I'm outside, it's like 108. Me, the heat doesn't bother me when it's dry, humid heat. Like, humid you know, heat sucks. Like the, so humid the here. Florida heat is the worst. A nice dry heat. I kind of thrive in it. It loosens my body. My joints don't hurt as much. It's hot. <laughs> but once it's like at maximum heat, I kind of adjust and then I can coast. It's have only going to get cooler from there. Have you been experiencing a lot of bat wings? Bat wing balls. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, because the juices are just constantly flowing. Bat wing balls no, happens when you're sweaty when and then you cool down and it sticks. <laughs> if you're just sweating all day, your balls are just moist. hanging. They're just hanging, moist. glistening. Yeah. But like here, uh, like the beat wet, the heat, wet. we just like sleep in the living room, like straight up fucking. I don't even give a fuck. Windows open, fans in the fucking window, all that shit. Fuck it. Because AC ain't going to fucking do you no good. It's too hot for you have to run that shit throughout the middle of the night. Just mm-hmm. to you know, keep it at seventy up until like twelve, and then you're done for. Yeah, but like it's been hot as fuck. Fucking out here, here this will be fucking. <laughs> my boy Chip, my roommate Chip, we just been sleeping in the living room, and this I gotta listen to this fool sleep talk all night. But this Ew, fool, he... the way he sleep talks is he only talks in like catchphrases and like and <laughs> so like he'll be sleeping, he'll be like. <sighs> Ain't never been no bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. And then like a couple later, he's like, <laughs> no cap. <laughs> That's so weird. People who talk like uh, that in their sleep, like so trip funny. me the fuck out. Well, me, I, I started sleepwalking now. So like 
we'll be like the boils will be over. We'll be kicking it. And they're saying like, oh, yeah, I'm up. I'm talking. And then I go off to bed. I don't remember. Every morning I wake up. I'm like, how do I get back in my room? I don't remember. They're like, bro, you were up. Like we watched we watched this movie last night. You were talking about it. And I was like, I don't fucking remember none of that. It's like deep, like sleepwalking. Like I'm having conversation. It's like click. Like I'm I'm clicked. I'm on autopilot because this heat. Oh my gosh, Brody. That sounds wild. It's kind of fun. Is it? <laughs> yeah, because like I feel like I'm time. getting all this sleep, but really it's just this dormant part of me that's using my body. It's kind of like I. A... Well, I had a like a crazy. What, what was it? Monday. I think it was Monday. I took a nap in the afternoon because I was up really late Saturday night, like four o'clock in the morning. That's like the time I got. No, I wasn't partying, but I was not home. I got home at 4 a.m. What are you doing? And (laughs) who are you doing? You you guys are both so stupid. I was not doing anything. Were you getting your sorts back? I mean, you were doing something. You didn't get home till 4 (laughs) a.m. I wish that's what it was oh. for, but that's not what it was for. Um, Damn. Unfortunately, I can't report anything fun like that to you both. But um, I got home really late. And so, but I had to be up early because my daughter had volleyball practice Monday. And then, you know, like normal whatever shit. And then I took a nap that afternoon. And it was the weirdest fucking thing of my life. Like, I like... You know how I've told I've said this before that like sometimes my dreams, I feel like I close my eyes. It's like Avatar, but I wake up in another life and like that was happening. But it was it was like the portal wasn't fully solid. So I was like intertwined in that life in this life. The way that I was dreaming, it was the Stella, weirdest are you shit. telling me you broke the space time continuum? I did. <laughs> Super dangerous. I did. I so broke you, the, the universe could have collapsed on itself just because you wanted to have fun it, with the cosmos. I, yeah, I think that's what was happening. It was the weirdest shit in the world. Please, uh, next time let it collapse. I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> this world sucks. <laughs> Yeah, wherever we go after this, it can't be as hot as it is right now. Oh, yeah. Or as horrible. Yeah. Um, I saw one of those little, like, fucking memes, and it showed, like, Earth and the sun, and then, like, in between it, it showed Temecula. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Like, it's so fucking hot. That's a little funny. Everywhere. Basically, California, you know, like, the entire state. Yeah. Too fucking much for me. Well, it's been what two weeks since we've been on here, or yeah. it feels like it's been a month. Feels like, like do you guys time. feel like it's been a lot longer than two weeks? Yeah, yeah I think because August tripping? just went by so fast that it just feels like forever. I don't know. If that mm. makes sense. Do we have any updates? Was there anything we were like? You're not on Tinder anymore. I'm not on Tinder anymore. So I, was just, I, was, Tinder I, was, I was just about to say, do we have a Sonia Tinder, Tinder update? Update. Yeah. update, update, no. Um, but uh, I did go back to Catalina and I saw my island boy. Oh, <laughs> shit, the fuck out of here. Remember that guy what? she gave her number to? Oh. Remember? <laughs> the Mexican guy from what, Jalisco? Yes. Okay. So yeah. how'd that go? That's good. Are you going to... Kick it no, I don't kiss a towel. Oh my God. <laughs> so he's you met him in Jalisco or he's from No, Jalisco? I met him there. There's a lot of people there from Mexico, like 
deep Mexico. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool. It's really interesting. But he said he's lived there for 10 years now. Um, like he lives Arizona? on the island. He lives on the island, works on the island. So people that like work there, they have like a separate like area where they all like live and shit. Yeah. So um yeah, like but it was Hawaii. pretty cool. Yeah. What does he what does he do? Um, he's a bartender. Uh, a <laughs> so, so basically, he fucks people who come there. He's I'm a, sure he, he fucks does. All the Live your best life, bro. <laughs> what am I gonna do with the island boy? He's not add me island. to the roster. Hopefully, I you don't wanna, catch something. Shit. I, I, I didn't do that. No, I mean you're going to eventually. Uh, who said play, that? Play. You guys don't put play that in game. the universe. No, I know. No, hey, no, what no, did no. you just say? You treat yourself. You, you do yeah, it. him treat yourself. <laughs> 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 I ain't trying to catch nothing. Come on now, it's the oh fucking Catalina wine mixer. You got, you I gotta know, go right? big or go right? home. That, those boats needed hose. Yeah, he's like, oh, you just get the night next time. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you guys go hit the dance floor. I'll fucking sing, Ooh, sing yeah. for you guys. Uh, Perfect. Bring your boat down, Lucho. <laughs> hey. Let's just reenact like, all the fucking stepbrothers, shall we? Let's do it. I'll let's fucking do crash it. my boat. Fuck it. I'll make a theme song for my boat that I crash. Can we do one of those car scenes where they're singing and like someone freaks out? And it's probably going to be one of you guys on me because I can, I'm like the worst singer here out of the three of us. <laughs> Oh yeah! So good. Hey, you didn't cough. That's a win, Lucho. Yeah. Usually he's like, <laughs> well, I actually oh. have. It's so uh, so I'm basically falling apart because I'm an old man now. So I have this thing called inter. I can't remember what it's called. Internurgical like neuropathy. Or something. Oh, so are basically, you like losing like feeling like? No, oh. no, no. So there's a nerve. You have this nerve that goes from your spine and it wraps around with your ribs, and it's like in between your ribs and like rib tissue. Uh -huh. And what happens is sometimes the nerve can be exposed or pinched in between the ribs, or it wraps around, and it causes like severe pain. So laughing, <laughs> coughing, breathing, laying down, standing, sitting up. I've been in like extreme pain for like the last five days. Oh my god! So oh my like, god. It's, and there's nothing you can do about it because it's literally I've been putting ice and heat therapy and like a massage gun and like I'm just like there's days where like the pain is like manageable. There's moments where like I'm just in like utter pain and like I sound like a fucking three year old just fucking crying about it the whole time. I'm okay right now. Uh, I know as soon as I like cough really hard or sneeze or if I laugh too hard. It's going to hurt again. Like literally like the other day, like I sneezed and I felt my ribs move and like they cracked. And I was like, oh, my God, I thought I had like a broken rib, but I have like no discoloration or swelling. It's that fucking nerve thing. And this happened like a long time ago. That's how I know what it is, because I know this pain. It's like touching it. I can touch no pain, no pain anywhere. And then I fucking cough or I breathe or I move and it just lights up like the 4th of July. <laughs> Um, why do you think that you're falling apart so fast at a young age? Uh, all the abuse I put my body through. So yeah, that makes I sense. I started off. Uh, one thing I, I will always say as far as character building sports at a young age is very important now, but it does. It's super dangerous wreck because your body. It, so, 
So I played football as a kid. I do not recommend anybody puts any of their children ever in football. I have not. I, I don't see how people have problem with fighting and no problem with football because football is 10 times more dangerous. I have um, friends that like when I a friend when I went to University of Oregon, he was on the football team. He was 22 years old and right. his body was fucking thrashed because he'd been right. playing football his entire life. He did it in elementary school, middle school, high school. He did modern day right. and then he went to U of O football like he was thrashed. 22 oh years old, 22 years old, like a fucking old man because yeah. of all the injuries from that shit. Right. All, well, not only like physical, but also like mental. So like I look back at like a lot of the guys you have to play with. A lot of them are dead. A lot of them are in prison and a lot of them are drug addicts. Jesus. And there's maybe. Do you think that's a CTE thing? I uh, oh, hundred percent. You're not even developed, and you're fucking causing yeah. brain damage before. That's why I didn't put my yeah, son you know, in football. He wanted like, to try it, and I was nah, like, "That's like, gonna be a big nah for me, dog." No, good sports is like soccer, something where there's a lot of cardio, well, and not not a whole lot of contact. Actually, has the highest amount of concussions. Right. Well, that's because you have people like, but it's not the it's not the same type of. So like the, the protocol is different in soccer than NFL. In NFL, when they have like uh, concussion protocol, it's going off of the player. If the player says they're fine and they're not showing any serious physical signs, go ahead, go play. They, you don't have to go see a doctor and like go get a brain scan, like none of that to let you. It's just okay, you're good, you come back. In soccer, they pull you out of the game when you're concussed. A, a person will get thrown out of the game if they did that shit intentionally. Like in football, it's encouraged because that's part of the game is making yeah. contact. In soccer, they have they have uh, they have uh, they have uh, protocols that they actually adhere to. Real pro protocols, and also you see what soccer players are getting fucking made. How much money they fucking make? They make a lot of fucking money. They take care of those fucking players. They can't yeah. take care of those fucking teams because it's like the they're biggest not a sport in the world. Oh, it is the it's hands down the biggest sport in the world. Yeah. Um, and then also just like it's you know that's a. It, it's as far as you have to remember it's like also like concussions that get um well it's not as far it's not like a high contact reported. sport like football like every every hit every play is people hitting up against each other with soccer right. the head thing is not like it's not happening the whole game not even every game for every player so the right. like the number of occurrences is a lot higher in football for sure right and, and um, also like when you're talking about adolescence you also have to think about impact and power so when you have two kids who run at each other full clip they're you know someone's gonna get hurt but nobody's gonna fucking have a brain concussion and fucking die it's a child's body weight versus a child's body weight of the same mass when you mm -hmm. introduce football at that age now you're putting on helmets and pads and pads and all that stuff that's not there to protect you. That's there so you can you can enforce more blunt trauma without hurting yourself. I always tell people, boxing gloves is more dangerous than MMA gloves. You can stand there and you can punch a table as hard as you want with boxing gloves. Why? Because it's protecting your hand. Now do that with MMA glove. You're not going to punch as hard as you can because you're going to break your hand. So you're you're going to do it more because you can't feel it versus when you. And, and also, it. you're going to yeah. swing as hard as you can because you know your hand's not going to... Boxing is what I was going to say, break. too, is a sport I won't put right. my son in. Right. Mm -hmm. And then same thing with football, too. When you have... I remember 
we would we would train without our gear on and when we would make contact it'd be very like light touching and as soon as we put our gear on we were going full clip hitting each other i had numerous concussions as a kid playing football and never once went to the doctor like had multiple back injuries never once was told to go to the doctor multiple knee injuries was never told to go to the doctor so I didn't start going to see a doctor until I was in my late teens, early 20s. And then they're yeah. like, yo, what's up with all this fuck? And because I was self-medicating with drugs and alcohol that whole time, I never really knew I had any of these problems going on. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the first time I tried getting sober, I'm like, holy fuck, my knees hurt, my back hurt, my neck's hurt. I can't see that but good. People love to see that shit. Wow. Like, the people love contact sports. People love like brutal barbaric shit right mm-hmm. like as a society it's as old as fucking time you know you have the gladiators well, gladiators it, exactly yeah. Yeah, well, like, it triggers people your emotions. love that shit and what's funny is do you guys follow the account the onion on instagram mm-hmm. it's oh, like yeah, they're satire hilarious. they're fucking hilarious Fuck yeah so they posted a reel today um and it said for um declining in light of like declining um and uh, like people aren't uh, purchasing tickets to nfl games like they used to they said that they're going to start filling the players with more blood so that when they hit each other it's like (laughs) oh (laughs) my god the real real is hilarious if you don't follow this account on instagram you are totally missing out it is so funny like it's satire but sometimes that shit you're like is this satire? Because this is real life. Like, but that it's funny that we had this conversation, it which is not planned, and I saw that real today. Is fucking hilarious. You guys should definitely follow it. It's the onion. Okay. The onion. They're so funny. So fucking funny. Um, I frequently like their posts. I'm just like dying every <laughs> single time. It's too good. It's too good. I love satire. Yeah, the Me onion. Too. The onion is a classic for them. They've been. They started in like the two thousands, like when the internet started taking off. Yeah, I remember. When, oh, when really? Facebook, yeah, the, when Facebook was around, onion the used to do articles forever. all the time. Yeah. Oh. And they, over time, they've learned to evolve into like Instagram and TikTok and and all these different avenues. And yeah, Doctor wow. Dizzy, um, that is a good point. That is something that like I think that it's a. Uh, a really interesting comparison um nfl and modern day slavery because yes the money mount but like the whole process of um recruiting players right like the combine like you come and you're showing off to get purchased to be on the team you know what i mean like it's pretty fucking wild um and yeah i think some of it's well, when you think about it, that's that's every job nowadays, right? You have to to have a job. You have to, you know, you can't dress however the fuck you want at work. But the the you thing with the NFL know. thing is like it's a bunch of old white dudes and a bunch of you know young black athletes. Like, the, well, I mean, who owns most of the wealth in the United right, States? Right, exactly. Men, you know? exactly. What exactly. 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 What else are they going to do with their money? Exactly. Give it away for free? No. <laughs> I wish. They're not going to give shit. They don't give anything away at all. Um, Comes at a price. Right. But then what does that say about uh, black NFL team owners? More coaches, more players. They're all all, uh, fiending for that. 
they're campaigning for that. Well, what, ha- I think... what happens when they start to own teams? Is that also racist and slavery? Or is that no, just them? That's and- different because I think that like it, it does a lot of different things. It it giving when the leadership and the ownership starts to look like the players. I think that they they'll overall be treated better. I think things change. Like right, but you have to. But you have to. So we're talking about big money here, right? People always say like, "I don't get paid enough for this shit." Well, what is the number that you would get paid enough for that shit? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If well, it depends. You, you, some you do your job souls right now. Are worth less than more. Like some people sell their souls for less. Like oh, most definitely. It's, it's totally subjective, right? right? Like every everybody has a price, and then there are people who don't. And it and doesn't you have, fucking you, matter what the amount is. And then there's also the element of survival doing. where you don't have a choice. You have children. Well, you, have you a do family. have a choice. You you always have a choice. You either choose to sell or you go the fucking hard route and right. struggle to get by. But you you are in choice. You're always in choice. They're always in choice, and they choose to sell. That's like what they do. Like, and I don't blame them. Like money is something that we all need and it's pretty fucking important, but there are other things that are important as well. And it's all totally subjective. Everybody has different things that they value. And like a lot of those boys, you know, they grow up, they're raised by their parents on this fucking path to play professional ball whether it's football or basketball or whatever their parents have been pushing them that route yeah and banking on these kids getting yeah. into a lot these of contracts and a lot of them they don't even want to fucking do that that's just all they know right and it's all because of money money just fucks everything right up. Mm-hmm. so i don't know that's just fucking nasty it I fuck it, it's money. So money, 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 hungry people. I fucking hate money. I literally hate money. It's so funny. And a rich man. But like, well. what would decide? Like, what's the solution, right? Like, because at this point, if you take money out of it, like people still need to barter and trade, right, for survival. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody is a farmer, not everybody is a gardener, not everybody can build. You know what I mean? Like that shit exists unless everybody, every single fucking person in this world has to go and learn how to do every single fucking thing mm-hmm. to not have to need each other. But like, right. well, that's here's not- the prop. Here's the problem with that is we used to have a bartering system and what happened? I know. People controlled resources. Right. And what I'm saying is that there's no fucking solution. There's no, it's just people are fucked. It is what it is. Like Mm -hmm. we have, and, and even so like human nature, like we, it, it takes a fucking village, right? Like we can't do everything on our own. It no. doesn't matter who. That's why we're making robots to do all this shit now. (laughs) You, you cannot do life by yourself it's not fucking possible bro like it's just not no very few fucking survive and very and few. even if you can build your shit farm your shit and do and live somewhere remotely solo 
are you actually thriving? You're not having like the necessary fucking hormone exchange from skin to skin contact, the psychological thing from peace, not having conversations with people. Like there's a lot of different, like we are very complex and we need each other. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. for not just survival, but to thrive, like as a human being, like for development. Right. right. So that's one of the, so there's that actually that television show alone where they'll take survival experts and drop them off in the middle of the wilderness in dangerous lands where there's usually much larger predators around and they have to survive. So once every, they just drop you off there. You have cameras. Nobody's there to film you. You have to film yourself five hours every day. Um, and once every five days, a medical team will come and check on you. Other than that, you're on your own. You get to have 10 well, items. Yeah, yeah, you get to have 10 items, a cell phone, a satellite cell phone for when you want to quit. And then you have like a flare gun and like bear mace. But other than that, you're on your own. If you have people who like day one, they step, they get on the shore, they walk around. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. There's a fucking bear. Get on the fucking phone. I'm out of here. Survival experts, people who have done this before. Yeah, so, I've, so I've always have wanted to hike are, the PCT. So you'll have people who are, they're doing good. They're thriving out there for like the first 30 days, doing really good. 60 days roll around. They're doing good. They're surviving. Morale's a little low because they miss their family. Around like day 70, 80, these people are fucking broken. They're not thriving oh, anymore. Way before that. They, they have plenty of food. They have, they have plenty of food and day water. One. But they're broken. They're done. They're not even surviving anymore because, like you said, they don't have that human contact anymore. They, well, that's you, what you, you see, see. Them, yeah, you see them light up when the people come to do a medical check and check their pulse. They're like, oh, or they're in complete and utter shock, and they don't know that's how to communicate. That's why solitary confinement in prison is cruel. Oh, it's cruel. You create it's a monster so in there. That's why you see people who have been homeless for a while they are literally losing their fucking minds because they don't have any fucking human interaction. They're not talking to anybody. They're talking to their fucking selves. Right. And then when you do engage with them, they want to just keep talking to you. Like, it's right. so fucking mm -hmm. sad. Like, this is a really... Communication and having somebody to talk to is, like, a really, really important thing to have as a human being. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's really sad that people... Just I know I'm just like if I'm looking back at times where, you know, there's those kids in school who are loners. Right. And they're just they're either talking to themselves and they get made fun of for talking to themselves when they're already outcasts. They're already not being able to be included. And then, you know what I mean? It's just I, I think back on that and I'm just like, man, we're fucking trash. <laughs> like people are trash. Like I... That's why I said break the time continuum. Space yeah, time continuum. get us out of here. Break it, get me out of here. Yes, damn me. I mean, it's only a matter of time before this place implodes, you know? Like, there's <sighs> like, I just read another article today saying that, you know, that big fucking glacier, I think in Antarctica, That's is like about hot. to fall off. And when it does, it's raising the sea level by like, so many feet like by florida i mean that it's state not, is weird it's, anyways it's not gonna but. do that they're just saying that to fucking scare everybody if it was gonna if it was honestly going to do that anytime soon like and the, or if they didn't have any contingency panic oh well you they would be panicking what they're gonna but lose all their not properties gonna tell they people in? they're not gonna tell people it might not even i mean 
Well, Come this on. is well, this it, isn't fucking on the opposite side of the moon. This is something that people can see with fucking drones. And sure, shit, so. but like, li look at how people behave when they hear that there's some kind of something happening. They're no, literally we, not gonna broadcast that we shit have, to we anybody. Have, well, I mean, we have too much. We're too aware of things now, and too many people in the public have a hold of too much technology to where. Most of the time when asteroids are discovered, the threatening ones, our government isn't the one who finds it. It's freelance people who are astronomers who are watching the right. skies and like they'll the call somebody out there in the world. The nerds out there. Thing. The exactly. nerds. Yeah. Most they got of the people, our back. Yeah. Most yeah. people who make like groundbreaking discoveries and like the planet or under the ocean or in the or out in the universe. It's not our government. It's not even foreign governments. It's people out there who are just in love with that shit. And they, mm -hmm. that's that's their fucking life. They just sit there and track stars, track asteroids, track meteor streams, all that shit. And they leak that shit to us. We love you. Yeah. Thank God. We love you. We are sorry for making fun of you and stealing your pocket protectors. Yeah. You yeah. guys I didn't do are that. Ones. Yeah. All you all either. you women out there who never threw those nerds no pussy and they're right. Out there Come work. on. These are the guys that like own Silicon Valley. All those Into nerds y'all bitches used Google. to make fun of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All you had to do was hold his hand and tell him he'll be something someday, but no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you guys went for the fuck boy that knocked you up and dipped. The guy doesn't even have a teeth anymore. <laughs> yeah, that guy don't have teeth because he was a fucking cokehead. And yeah. <laughs> And an alcoholic, <laughs> got a receding hairline now. Like, I can't imagine having exes like that. Thank God I don't. <laughs> Do I? He's got no, T two DUIs. He yeah, hasn't had, he has. He has had clean piss in six years. And he has herpes. <laughs> Shit, and he doesn't even know yet. <laughs> you don't know. He's just. You don't even know. He just got here. it. He's paying for sex now. That's where yeah. he's at. Basically. <sighs> yeah, I don't have any exes like that either. Thank Christ. He's somewhere right now in the San Gabriel Valley fucking tooting and and asking people for 10 cents. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we are assholes. Oh, hey, shit. oh, someone's calling out their baby daddy. Her baby daddy number two. Hey. <laughs> Let him know. Let him know. Tarina does not yeah. hold back. She will let anybody know anything. This Jeez. week and he ain't shit. We got baby daddy number two. <laughs> we all know he ain't I don't. I mean, I think that like, like talk about your experiences, right? Like that's a it's a therapeutic thing. All those things. But I also like, even though some of these motherfuckers deserve it, I always, there's always a part of me that's like, oh, I shouldn't be saying this, but here I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Did any of that just make sense to anybody? Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Hi, yeah. some guy. Thank you for joining. We missed your face. Well, <sighs> There'll be well, moments where I'm like, presence. uh, where I'm like, wait, what was the question again? Sorry, I'm kind of high. <laughs> that like, even though like, I feel like it's it's a normal thing to like talk about your experiences and like, and it's therapeutic and, and, and sharing our experiences, I believe is a really powerful way to like 
connect with people and like you have these things in common and it helps people like sort shit out and work shit out. Um, but there's also the part of me that's like always like, Oh, like, should I really be broadcasting this though? Like, what does this say about me type of thing? You know, Mm -hmm. like I always think about, well, how does, how do I look saying this shit? And not that I care about what people think about me, but in my like missing, like I'm trying to be more like self-aware, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, that, well, that's like a one that's a byproduct of like age and maturity and also like social status. So you literally, yeah, you can, everybody has the freedom to say whatever they want, but there are consequences now to where literally you can't say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And then there's also when you speak freely, it's like, I didn't want to share that with the world. Not that I'm embarrassed, not that I care, but it's, that was that that was my thing. That's my memory. That's a part of my life that I want to have. That's mine. You know, we don't have anything in life. We don't own shit in life. We're not we don't deserve anything. We're not owed anything except fucking living and dying and the memories that you make in your life. That's all you leave behind, too. Yeah, people leave money in the house and bull. Only thing that people are actually gonna remember is the memories they had with you, the moments that you had with people. This triggered a thought, though, right now, and I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget. So I don't know if it was on this podcast with you guys or if it was on my solo cast, but I talked about how when I was having a conversation with um, two moms of my daughter's friends that she does volleyball with, mm-hmm. and we were sitting there and we were talking and we were talking about men and women and communication and how women seemed to seem to be more advanced in communication, especially specifically around communicating emotions and problem solving, you know, at a younger age than men, right? It's like one of those things we mature in faster. But that's because as younger girls and young ladies, like we're catty, right? Like young mm-hmm. like young girls are just blah 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 then they get in fights they talk it out they argue about that shit they either fucking hate each other and move on or they go forward but there's always some kind of like bickering drama um there's always conversation women are always fucking talking right but men when they're younger and all those things and you guys have a conflict you don't necessarily bicker about it talk about it you, you just typically you move on or you fucking fight and then you get over it and you move on in your friends again sometimes, you know, like that shit happens. Like that's a, and so they say by the time women become adults and shit, because we bicker it out and talk about it, we are more advanced in communicating emotions and why we're like, talk to us. Like we, like you're it's harder for us to emotionally connect with men because they're more disconnected emotionally because they don't talk and women Mm -hmm. do right and so somebody had commented on it on that post and it was a man and he said men men um what did he say something about through aggression which is like what i said right like you guys if you guys have a disagreement in your friend group or whatever, you guys tend to um, fight or just fucking let it go and move forward and y'all are still friends. Like, does that make sense? 
Yeah. He said, mm -hmm. men learn to, like, women problem solve by talking it out. And he said, and then for what he said was men learn to solve problems with aggression. That, like, it's your guys' nature, you guys are protectors, and that means, you know, but that also means that at a certain point that, that you have to, like, reach out to us when you're, like, becoming, coming into a relationship with us. And like learning how to communicate with us and like make the relationship better. And I bring that up because of this whole like women talking about all of our fucking business and like, you know, I think men can be chismosas too, but definitely. So I, 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 so I think all that is inherently has to do with how you're raised as a child because so. So most men, what they learn is from their father. Right. Most women, what they learn is from their mother. Men who have a disconnect with their mother or they grow up in a house where there isn't many women are completely different from men who grow up in a house with women. Because mm -hmm. we are, as we are growing, we're having to learn and maneuver around women. Men who don't, they don't. It's uh, it's their mom and their dad and them, and they are, are somehow connected to like being the man of the house. It's the same thing with with primates in the jungle in territory. It's it's we're, we're cousins, so we basically have the same practical function. Now, what happens is, so me for instance, as a child, yeah, my natural inclination with things anytime whether there's conflict was anger. But I never, I remember my mom always telling me that as a kid, how my sisters were smarter than me because they were girls, how, how I, and this is like young, I'm like five and she's like, <laughs> like I'm five like years old. you're stupid. And like, like, well, it's true. It's, it's women are, women are, women are smarter than men. They mature, they mature faster. They fucking, the, they can, they can, that's why they're better at puzzles and knots and stuff. And you're not. And, and I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm stupid because I'm a guy. I hear my mom all day talk shit about my dad. So in my <laughs> mind, men are fucking stupid. I'm worthless. I don't have any fucking value in the household. Except for if someone's going to come in the house, I get to be the first one to fucking die. So oh, that's no. right. Yeah, right. Yeah. You guys are the first line of defense as the you man. The You're team. the protector. Right. Fuck that shit. So, uh, so that was me growing up. So me, it was, sister. it was, uh, and like, it's not like I, can just I can't just slug it out with my sisters every time I get mad. Yeah. No, I have to talk yeah. about it. Why am I mad? Why does she think she's right? Okay. Why am I wrong? All that stuff. So at a very young age, I learned all that. A lot of men learn all that, but the problem is, is we don't give a fuck a lot growing up. We don't give a fuck with a lot of women think we're trying to have fun. We're trying to kick it with our friends. We're trying to f go on adventures. Men are super, boys are adventurous. We want to go out and we want to fucking get hurt. We want to discover new things. We want to, you know, test our, pussy. test our boundaries. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about like adolescence. I mean, oh. that's part of it though. I mean, uh... no. Start, the no. moment you guys find it, you don't stop playing with it. No. So, so like me, like most other friends, we were never searching for pussy. Pussy came to us. Like uh, I, lo I lost my virginity. I lost. No, that's it, real shit. I lost my virginity how it when got I was twelve there, years it old. Was there. <laughs> that wasn't. I wouldn't. I didn't want to fuck her at all. If anything, I kind of was like molested as a child when I lost my virginity, and it, uh, it really fucked with me and freaked me out. And I have a lot of friends. We later down the line, we all talked about that because 
at, and men, as you, as we grow older, we, we have these conversations with men, each other all the time with our dads, with our uncles, with our cousins. Mm-hmm. We just ain't talking to y'all. That's the difference. So like I, actually, they'll say that we're not emotionally like, yeah, with women, but not in general. And that makes it different when, I think it's different when it's just like your woman, like if it's your woman, then you should be able to be vulnerable with her and she should be able to be vulnerable with you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, like I get it. You don't want to talk to just anybody about that stuff. I don't want to talk to just anybody about that stuff either. Right. But like when it's your person, you're supposed to feel in that safe space with each other to be able to talk about your childhood traumas and other things that have gone on in your life or your daily stuff, you know, that you're going through even as an adult. So I don't know. Yeah. But like in rel- so like how you just said, it's your person. Mm-hmm. We don't really. That's like possess. That's a possessive term. I don't mean. Oh my god. You don't. You don't. But you just <laughs> oh, said it, right? Yes. No, I know. So, but I meant like. So when you're in a relationship, you don't have. Other. You don't have any other rights. Is what I meant. Not that you, you own them. No, you, I know, but I'm just saying that to make a point. I know you don't mm-hmm. think like that, but <laughs> to, to make my point is, nobody's entitled to anybody's story or, or emotions or. Right. You know that's what when people when there's you meet someone like that don't fucking date them. Mm-hmm. Like off, you shouldn't even be in engaging with somebody who doesn't open up. That's not someone you should have a relationship with because they they are not a relationship person. Right, those if are things that they haven't dealt with. Open to 100%. being vulnerable and having right. conversations with you. Sure, yeah. they're not so, emotionally available, yeah. so they can't ever right. really be in a relationship. So, if you, with so you. like, if you see that while you're while you're starting to date somebody and you continue to date them, that's on you. That's not mm-hmm. on them. You know. But you're I'll, not I'll, ever I'll gonna the change time. them, guys. No, like, you're, you're never not gonna change ever them. Gonna change a man's mind or a woman's mind. Nope. If they don't want to fucking be there. Nope. You're not gonna change their mind by being extra good to them. They don't fucking care. They you already don't appreciate it because they don't be want to be there. You can't save like, these people. It's you can't. <laughs> you can only save yourself. You can't. Yes. And it sucks because sometimes when you're in that position as the other person. You want to like show them that it's okay, and you want to tell be them, there Stella, for them and tell do those them. things, but like you can't. Like they don't want it, and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how fucking amazing you are. Uh huh. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's not gonna change their fucking mind. No. At all. Period. That's why sometimes you know you just gotta go out to Catalina and fucking. <laughs> I mean, ask I'll... the bartender for a drink and see where the night goes. <laughs> Find an island boy. But it's interesting. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for. I'm that. talking like an island boy. And I was really hoping <laughs> you would to make it. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh my god, I'm thank mad you. that you did that. So I love it. <laughs> oh, that. No, please, no. I don't want to hit them boys. I don't want to sit that gun. I'm an boy. The fact that you even know this shit is like wild to me. Because it was everywhere. It was everywhere. I did not hear it. It was on SNL. Fuck. It was everywhere. The only time I would hear it is if someone posted it on their story on Instagram. I never heard it. I'm so mad that I even know what the fuck that shit is. I'm mad that you do too. Breaking breaking the Lucho character. This is just Steven right here. Yo, (laughs) fuck them. Fuck that song. Whoever their manager was. Any social media outlets that supported that shit. Get the fuck out of here. You That's what they do, serious. though. They make dumb people famous. But Facts. really quick, when you said that men have conversations with men, but it's not the same kind of conversations that they'll have with women or in front of women. Yes. Uh, no. So 
it's the same conversations. They just won't have them in front of women. The conversations I, I have with That's my boys, same conversations I have with my girls. Literally, like it, it trips me out because I hear that all the time. But when but I you have won't have the conversation with a man in front of the woman, but yeah, a lot of a lot of them won't have that conversation. Me, I don't give a fuck. I'll talk. I talk the same with everybody. They they will not have that same conversation in front of a woman. That I was listening to the podcast today with um, an interview or conversation between John Bernthal and um, Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. And who's John Bernthal? Walking Dead. Oh, motherfucker from the, the Punisher. The best okay. Punisher. Yeah, Punisher. Punisher. Yeah. Punisher yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that guy. And he was talking Shia Wait, LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf surfaced? <laughs> Yeah, he's back. He's oh, okay. alive. He's back. I honestly, if you guys have an opportunity to check out that podcast episode, um, the podcast is John Bernthal's podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts as I well. I didn't even it's, know he had a podcast. I didn't yeah, either. When I saw called, your post, I was like, what? It's called Real Ones. Um, John Bernthal, mm. if you're single, holler. <laughs> um i've always had a crush on you holler um but i'm at it fine he is he really is but also i got to hear him actually talk today i'm like oh okay so you like have a brain i'm here for it Um, oh he's he's been down the path no i know i'm like at a lot of i've literally thought about him fuck yeah before like he was like this close to like to run into he was like this close to like joining like a white gang in while he was locked up because he was about to be in prison for like a long time he was that close he talks about he talked about it before yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god i need to look at this he has a podcast called real ones and Mm -hmm. i had seen um like a little real snippet of the conversation on a reel today and I was like, what the fuck? Like, where is this? I click on it. I looked in the comments and I was like trying to find like where I can find the entire conversation. And so fig- found it out, went to Apple Podcasts, looked up real ones. There it was. It's the latest episode. It was on August 31st with Shia LaBeouf and um, who is a birthday twin with my son, by the way, which is interesting. <laughs> June 11th. Um, crazy Gemini. But... The converse, so like people, Shia LaBeouf has a very like his reputation is like this with people, right? You love him, mm-hmm. you hate him. He's he's a wild card. He's you know what I mean, like all these things. I anytime I've ever heard him speak in some kind of conversation or interview with someone, I've always been very intrigued. I think he's incredibly intelligent. And I think that even when he was in really bad times in his life, when he's when I've heard these conversations, I've still always thought like, wow, like he's incredibly self-aware. Right. (laughs) This conversation that he had with um, John Berthal was really, really good, really, really insightful. Um, The self-awareness level from a man and a man who's in his position but has also been through the things that he's been through and how refreshing it is to hear somebody talk and take accountability like he has a whole like 
lawsuit or something going on against him, right? For like an abuse thing with a woman or some shit, right? Mm -hmm. And the the framing that like so when John Bernthal responded to that, he's like, oh, that's like a tear, like a like what did he's like, no, 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 that was the best thing that ever happened to me. The way that he has reframed and like put like all these different occasions where you most people tend to make themselves a victim in their story right Mm -hmm. because we all like the way that we all have perceived shit that happens to us is like um there's you know like there's the facts and then there's how we feel about it and then that changes the way that we perceive it and then the way that we communicate it with other people so that we can get the response that we're hoping for you know like people do that that's a human thing the way that he has reframed this shit to not make himself the victim in his life and in his story is pretty fucking incredible and pretty refreshing and he was there was a moment where he was talking about how he recognizes that even though he's done a lot of work that he's still constantly in the work because there are moments where he's like if a woman was here right now like in this room he's like i wouldn't even be i would be finding ways of how to like say shit differently mm-hmm. because of just her presence being there wow and like the self-awareness for that and like you saying that like triggered that like oh yeah I th- like he said something to the same effect today when i was listening on that podcast um i just thought it was interesting i think everybody should go listen to it it's a really good conversation men and women like i think that y'all would really enjoy it right and so once I, again I, shout out john berthal <laughs> holler so i haven't i haven't seen it so i can't really <laughs> speak on it but it's uh, just an audio of, thing. of knowing Shia LaBeouf, I've met him on more than one occasion, mm-hmm. and uh, he is—he's a—he's a pretty cool guy. And like you said, he—he he is pretty smart. Um, uh, we have like similar upbringing, so to speak, to where like having like a one-parent household, and then like never having like a real stable household, being pushed in different areas that are uncomfortable fucking being engulfed in like different cultures at a young age constantly seeking approval constantly trying to entertain people constantly trying to fucking fill a void the unfillable void and then also like filling time with romance and fucking making big mistakes and not learning from it because why why should i learn for it i'm a fucking top g right i'm fucking i'm on my shit you know, that's why the bitches want me is because I'm on my shit. It's like, no, you're it's the unfillable void because you're not putting any work in. And he's always talked about that. He, he's been in therapy for like years and he doesn't Forever. just talk to a therapist. He does different forms of therapy. Mm-hmm. But he also but like, that's why I always tell people like I'm a drug addict. I'm not on drugs right now. I don't know. I'm not you, doing drugs. It's in but you. It's, it's in me. It's something yeah. I have to live with for the rest of my life. I constantly have to do the work because it's an unfillable void. The fucking the hole's empty. I fill it up. Over time, it's empty again. I fill it up. I you you got it. You know you can't fill you can't fill it up. You got to fucking you got to fucking once it's filled, you got to dam it up. When the dam starts coming down, you put the dam back up. That's the fucking work. 
you're constantly fucking working on yourself. You're constantly, mm -hmm. you have to do, yeah, you have to do this repetitive cycle. You have to go through 12 steps every year if you have to. You got to take mushrooms every couple of months if you have to. You got to fucking stay healthy, keep your diet. You got to fast for a month. You got to, you have to do these things to discipline yourself. Mm -hmm. That's one of the problems with, with like victimhood. There's no discipline. Okay, you were a victim. Cool. You know how many people you're living in like one of the safest times to be alive. Like you're lucky this wasn't a thousand, let alone 200 years ago. You're a victim. What are you going to do about it now? Are you just going to, is that you now? You're going to be a victim or are you going to heal yourself? Are you going to fucking make sure that this doesn't happen to somebody else? Are you going to, you have to do some type of work. Are you going to take accountability for your life? And, like and you, you can't take just sit there and be a fucking victim. Yeah. To Especially shit when forever. you're the, when like, you're the perpetrator. Take when the you've fucking done somebody wrong. Yeah. And that's a lot of times too, is like people don't realize the part that they play in their own shit. Mm -hmm. Like you, well, you, you said can't it's the say accountability. all this shit is happening to you, but look at the, the choices that you're making for yourself right. that are putting you in these positions. I'm not saying I'm not trying to I'm not talking about rape victims or anything like that. That's not what I'm speaking about right now. But like being a victim of like your life and what's happening to you constantly. It's not just like this one time this thing happened to you. You're constantly broke. You're constantly all these things and you're a victim. It's because this person did. No, it's not. It's because you're not like taking responsibility for yourself and like handling your shit. You know what I mean? You guys know what oh, I'm yeah. saying, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm not talking about people who like bad shit happens to them. That's not who I'm talking about right now. Mm -hmm. um, or, e or even like not even that. Like if you're in like a if you're in like a rut or like a crummy situation or you're just stuck in life, like people who just don't do anything about it, like they're waiting for something to happen. They're what? Look at Sonia. She went and got a fucking divorce. She said, hey! fuck that shit. Stuck in a rut. <laughs> fuck that. I'm going to do something about it. I'm getting a fucking divorce. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've said that on thing, one of our other you know? pods too. Like I had to take responsibility for my own suffering in my marriage because I stayed when I knew it wasn't right. I knew it wasn't healthy. I knew it would be like all these things I knew. And so it's like, you know, it's easy to point the finger, but I have to take responsibility for staying and for putting up with stuff that I never should have allowed. So in hindsight's always 2020, <sighs> guys. Like we're Ugh. human. Like there's nothing wrong with when you're in a situation like wanting to see the best in someone that you love, having hope and all these things. But at some point after time and time and time of repeated, like when people are saying sorry, but the behavior is not changing and then this constant manipulation happening for you at some point, if you aren't happy, you have to take that into your own fucking hands mm -hmm. and like, change it and make your life what you want it to be you know like right. yeah. and that's what it is like people can be you know have hope in all those things but if you're having hope and and you're happy like cool keep going with your situation right but yeah. if you're not and if it's not fucking working for you what are you doing to allow this to continue? Like, right. And, how and are also you perpetuating like your circumstances. Right. And it's also, this is why it's good for people to talk about this shit because you can, you can have all the hope in the world. Hope is not going to do anything for you. Humans don't do anything unless they're motivated. They have to be inspired to do that type well, of shit. Disciplined is what ca carries you through because and, motivation oh, is spotty. Like mm -hmm. I'm not motivated every day that's, to do yeah, shit. That's why you have to be disciplined. Discipline is what carries you through. So, right? 
because you can fucking you can solve one problem, but that's okay. This is life, baby boy, baby girl. Well, if I only worked out when I was motivated, there's there's something coming around the corner. It could be good, it could be bad. You just got to be ready for it and roll with the motherfucking punches. You feel me? Adaptable as well. That is a very important thing. Yeah, definitely be accountability. And accountability is actually like when once you learn to take accountability, accounting, accountability, accountability, accountability. Or Chestershire. What's your sign? Looks Accountability. The, um, an anemone, anemone, uh, um, anemone. <laughs> uh, I should do my Shia LaBeouf impersonation. Do it. You <laughs> should. When you uh, when you learn to take accountability, and um, you it changes your whole life. Everything, everything is everything is different. Back in the day, I probably try and manipulate somebody. <laughs> that was oh really good. God. That was really good, Lucho. That was so weird. I am impressed. It's, it's, I just hear somebody, impressed. but like once you talk to somebody and fucking because he pot he'll he likes to go on tangents. I'll go on tangents. So he oh tangents, he was talking the whole episode. He'll he'll just go. I bet he fucking <laughs> like was. John Bernthal only yeah. got to like have a couple of little like words questions. here and there. Yeah, he's <laughs> right. just like popping. Okay, how do you feel about this? And right. Shia's like blah 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 blah. But blah, when blah. Shia <laughs> is talking to somebody who's like he looks up to them, like it's somebody like he's super like. He was super quiet. He'll sit back and let them fucking talk. And then if they ask him a question, he'll answer it real quick and then just go back to listen to listening to them talk because he still has like that childlike wonder. But also like I remember him talking about like how he used he was very egotistical and driven and like acting was like he wanted to like master it and like be the best actor ever. And he like and it was like a competition with him and other people and like that. He'd literally get into physical altercations with his co-stars on sets. That's why it was super spotty. Yeah. And directors couldn't tell him. He was like, I don't need to listen to directors. I know more than them. I know me and I can do this. This is what well, he was the- talking about that today and like how um, he's only he can only work with specific directors at this point because he thinks that like he, he, he needs to work with people who can handle him. And not like that he's difficult or anything, but like who can, who have the ability to, um, to bring out the best in him as like a human being and understand him. Right. There's a lot of productions and like, um, directors who won't work with him because of how he's acted past, like on set, but also like, yeah, he, but he don't want to do it. He said he just wants to work at Home Depot. Does he really? Oh, yeah, he said like that's like his what? dream job right now. Like, Stop. he said he would fucking kill it there. He said he he that Home Depot is like therapy for him. He likes to go there and like, he, and he just wants like a job that like doesn't. That's kind of wholesome, like very humble. Right. He's like Aww. he wants a normal fucking right. Life. Yeah, he's like he's not interested in telling stories anymore. Well, also oh like God. he's over it. Well, so like that was the same reason why like I left music is because I can't live in that life. I'm gonna destroy myself. You know, in that. it compromises you know my sobriety. Exactly. That's why I'm, I moved back here and the left self awareness for me. I love I, it. I left all that shit behind. And like, I work a job now. I hadn't had a job since 2000 and fucking 17. I think was the last time I had like a real job. And then like, I was just, I was just do, I just was living in LA, living it up, driving cars I shouldn't have, spending mm-hmm. money I shouldn't have, partying, hanging out with people that I shouldn't have. Yeah. 
and then and then but seeing what that did to me i was like i can't live i can't i'm it's not, not sustainable it's not yeah. sustainable either like i'll probably i'd be dead if this continues so i had to leave it all and like like so like i believe i tell he probably would be content just going to like a fucking home depot you know what i mean fucking mm. working a regular job you know what i mean maybe starting a family someday or something like that he does have a kid now he has For a real? kid yeah he's got a what? baby Oh He's no! Talking shit. about oh, how much see? it's changed his life. Well, that that changes you too. That shit changes oh, yeah. you too. Shit, that was important. I think that you guys should listen to this podcast, this interview. I have, like, I have I have the link for it in my story on Instagram. Um, I do strongly encourage y'all to check it out if you're listening to this episode. It's a like good episode. Like, yeah, I mean, but I don't blame them. Like, there have been hella times where I'm like. I want something that I don't have a whole lot of responsibility. It doesn't take a lot of my mental. I just go in and do what I need to do and get the fuck out. Like Mm -hmm. when I was a janitor for like three fucking years, like Mm -hmm. that for me, like people can like it was you loved it. It wasn't the glamorous Mm -hmm. job, right? Like people made fun of me and you know what I mean? Like I and I was treated like shit by a lot of people. People in, made fun of you? Yeah, and I was treated what like shit fuck? by a lot of the patrons. Like, they would talk down. To, you know, like, people see people who mm-hmm. clean as, like, lower than them, right? Um, that bitch got the wrong oh, that's one that like, day, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, that's, like, one thing, like, I still she... haven't adjusted to in, like, the workforce is, like, letting people talk to me a certain way. Right. like, it'll be at work. People start mouthing off. I'm like, what's up, bud? Like, I'm off of here at five. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I know you're gonna be back here at five, so you're gonna be talking that shit. Like yeah, literally, there was a dude. Got the wrong one that day. There, I was like working on a piece. I'm not gonna get too much into what I do, but I had a piece of equipment, and this guy wanted to get it. And he was like, "All right, get the fuck out. Time is money." And I was like, "I was like, are you talking to me?" Like, oh, word. Yeah, <laughs> I, I looked and I was like, I was like, "What's up?" He's like, "You speak English?" He's like, "He's like, get out the fucking truck." And I was like, "Bro, I don't know who the." fuck you think you're talking to get the fuck out of my face i like slammed the card the door and i just like sat there thinking for a second and i was like "Ah, yeah okay so i get i get out and i was like i don't know if you fucking know too much about this place i'm assuming not because i've been here for a couple months and i ain't seen you before and you don't know me don't you ever fucking talk to me like that again good ever i just said that and he just looked at me confused and i was like yeah you fucking heard me don't ever fucking talk to me like that again and i just walked away and i haven't seen him since but there's been other occurrences where people got lippy i'm like what's up i was like the fuck did you say i was like go fucking stand over there and wait like i don't give a i haven't adjusted to that yet and i'm not the best employee so yeah i mean that happens a lot (laughs) as a janitor like that and I mean, as a janitor, you know what I mean? Like that people, people really look at people who clean as the, as the lowest of the low. Right. Mm-hmm. But for me, that was my time for, I'd put my headphones in and I'd listen to podcasts or audiobooks or, or like, if I really wanted to jump, like, yeah, <laughs> if I wanted to really like get in a better mood or like, really think about some other shit mindless but anything mindless where i had that opportunity to to work on myself right because i'm cleaning but i'm also learning i'm like doing other shit and like so people can see this on the outside but y'all don't know what was happening on the inside like i was a student also you were also doing like 
student, parent, multiple jobs. Like you were like hustling. Right. And in that time, She's I was learning. Baby. I was listening to fucking audiobooks and podcasts. Like mm-hmm. I was a I was a sponge at that time. So the the job that I needed Sonia I had all Sonia, this other Sonia shit going in, on. in my garage, but you know what I'm really proud of? These books. Because knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> <So> stupid. <laughs> but like that's exactly the job that I needed at the time because of all the other shit that I was managing. I yeah. needed something without responsibility, something yeah. mindless, something that almost. I could just go in. I do. I don't have any fucking when I clock out, I'm done. Like, I don't have to think about anything. It's just cleaning toilets and fucking machines and whatever. Like, that's what I needed at that time. And that's what I had. Like, people judge people. And it's like, maybe Shia LaBeouf wants that peace right because he's got all this other chaos around him so when he just goes in here it's just this mindless responsibility list thing where he could just fucking zone out and have fucking peace for whatever amount of hours shift and then go home and then have to go back to the chaos right like that makes sense to me and people shit on people for having like normal nine to five jobs it's like maybe that's what they need for to like stay sane yeah that's like darren waller you know my husband mm-hmm. um you know after he was out of the nfl when he was like on drugs and stuff like that like he <laughs> after he got clean and so he was working at sprouts like he was like i worked at sprouts like yeah you know like but i, feel I like respect that, was, that shit i know like you go from like nfl to working at fucking sprouts <laughs> and then you gotta to work NFL. your fucking way back but, up yeah, right like it, it, yeah, it really work. makes you appreciate yeah. where like me where I'm at right now, like, I have so much fucking appreciation for the journey. Like, this was not an easy journey. And this is that other thing that some people's souls cost, right? They'll, they'll sell it for a certain thing. Mm-hmm. I could have stayed with my kid's dad who makes six fucking figures and owned a house right now and be financially okay, right? And hell, but not having to work hard, Right. And I chose to fucking pack my car up with just my clothes, my kids' clothes, and whatever else I could fucking fit in it, borrow 150 bucks from my mom and drive a 1,000 miles away, take three fucking years to get on my fucking feet while being a student, single parent, working multiple jobs in the fucking janitor thing. I We are in choice. I chose the harder route with less money, the struggle, and... My dream 10 years ago was to be exactly where I'm at right now and I'm fucking here and I love it and I appreciate it and I wouldn't change it for anything in the world and this shit was not for sale. Like I earned every fucking, I earned every little stone. I earned these fucking paper. You know what I mean? Like this means a lot to me and I am not for sale and that's like what I'll say. Like that's what exactly what I what I meant when I said that, that we are in choice. Like some people will fucking sell their soul for whatever to the highest bidder, right? And some of us just, it's not worth it. And I'd rather fucking struggle than someone own me. Mm-hmm. Like in any way, shape or form. Like financial control is a form of abuse too. Like people sure. people don't think about that aspect. It happens in a lot said, of relationships. Any sugar daddies out there, I am for sale. <laughs> for sale it's it clean so paper. it costs fucking a little money. more <laughs> go ahead fucking and have money. it at 
Dax. <laughs> what is the root of all evil? Money is the root of all evil. From the pyramid to the eagle. Check your dollar bill, boy. There it is. Money is the root of all evil. Period. I know that song. Is that is that a real song or did you just say No, that's that? a song. It's like, uh, who is, uh, I'm pretty Dead, sure Dead I've Prez. heard it before. Okay. Yeah, the song's called Root of Evil. I was evil like, I feel like I know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Ooh, I just looked at the time and it was 1 11 11. That was weird. Oh, I love when that <laughs> happens. That's happened to me before for us. I love that. Well, um, are we complete? Guys, I think we're good to go on episode 23 of Big The Greatest Guess of All Time. What? That's what I was going to name the, the episode. Of all time. I was going to name it The Greatest of All Time. Next or one. I was going to put one. Goat. What, what, what was no, the name of this 23. one? Oh, what you suggested. What? It's Hot getting hair. hot in here? Yeah. Oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, had named it I had actually originally named it Food for Thought and then I changed it because I didn't want to be somebody who doesn't take suggestions from the team. And hmm. so I switched it. But now that I'm seeing the number, I was going to name it. I forgot that I was going to name this episode Goat because mm. of the number. Got it. Jordan. Jordan. Swish. I still say that whenever I throw something. Everybody get up. It's time to jam now. Oh, really? You say Jordan? Yeah. I've always said Kobe. I say Jordan. I've always said Kobe. Well, episode 24 is next, so we can call that one goat. There you go. Hey, Uh, Kobe. Living in the woods. Shia LaBeouf. He's killing for sport. Shia LaBeouf. Eating all the bodies. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Running for your life from Shia LaBeouf. Is this He's brandishing a knife. It's Shia LaBeouf. He's looking in the shadows. Hollywood superstar Shia LaBeouf. Woo! Is that a real song? Oh, what? Oh, my God. Go up? on YouTube after this. Look up <laughs> the Shia LaBeouf song live. Oh, yeah. Look I've it never up. I've heard it. Well, I, okay. Well, I also you... never heard the Island Boy thing, and y'all fucking brought that to me. So Okay. All right. Well, I will send you, I will send y'all the link in the chat. It's fucking awesome. Please do. Cheers. Anyways, thank you guys we'll for joining episode, episode 23 of Bitch. Guess what? Don't forget to Bitch. subscribe, like, comment, set your notifications so you never miss an episode of the Three Ever. best juice mosas yeah. that anybody hey, can look. have. Hey, look, I'm a boomerang. Wow, you're really good at that. You're so sweet. <laughs> you're not I'm actually. Mad. You're like. <laughs> so this is our best friend. <laughs> he's special. And it's a good thing he's pretty. <laughs> it's a good thing he's pretty. Oh, we shit. love yeah. him. Don't judge and... him. <laughs> yeah. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. You are now tuning in live to Bitch Guess What? Bitch Guess What? Bitch Guess What? Bitch Guess What? Y'all need a lesson, hold up in line, one at a time Baby, I get to your question Cause this ain't operation, educate the population Bringing all my pictures to the forefront of the conversation Bitch, guess what?